Good afternoon and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Thursday, December the 28th, 2022. As always, I give God thanks for you for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that God has divinely connected us to for such a time as this. We are on the countdown to the end of 2022. I know it's not the morning time. However, I'm on vacation and wanted to get on and talk to you as we close out this year. If the Lord says the same. Uh, 2022 has been um, a a year of unexpected happenings, at least for me. Uh, But nonetheless, I thank God anyway. In his infinite wisdom and his divine power, I thank him anyway for 2022. Uh, The fact that we're still here, the fact that you can hear my voice means that you're still here. And as long as we have breath in our bodies, that means we still have work to do in the earth. And I believe that God desires us to always be the best that we can be in him and through him. None of us can be our best by ourselves, but in him, we can be dynamic. In Christ, we can do the unimaginable. In Christ, we can do the unthinkable, but it is only through him can we be our absolute best. So that is my prayer for you. That is my desire for you, that you search out who God would have you to be in every sphere of your life, of your life, relationally, financially, spiritually, physically. What is your best? And know that your best outside of God is not your best. You only find your best in him and through him. It's Wednesday. We do things a little bit differently. I have the honor of taking my dad to therapy today. And so, you know, if you have your parents in the world, in this world, and they're still living, do your best by them. You may not always be able to provide financially because maybe financially you just don't have it. But if you have time to give, give time. If you can go buy them a, a, a meal somewhere that's five or ten dollars, do that, you know, uh, because our parents, God is the one that allowed them to give us life. And so we want to honor our parents. The Bible says honor your mother and your father and your days will be longer. Now that doesn't mean, because I always have to say this for somebody new that's listening, that doesn't mean that when people leave here early, they didn't honor their mother and their father. But I say to you, the word of God says, if you honor your mother and father, then your days will be longer. I want every day in the earth that God in his has in for me in his perfect will. I want every day in this earth because that just says that I've got work to do and so do you. We're reading the book of Proverbs. It's the 28th day of December. We're in the 28th day of the book. And it's as I read the book of Proverbs and reflected on the book of Proverbs, because, you know, we talk about the word on Wednesdays. There were some things that really um, encouraged me. 
And uh, I'm just going to go through and share with you what I highlighted in the book. So I highlighted Proverbs 28 verse 5 that says, Evildoers do not understand what is right, but those who seek the Lord understand it fully. Meaning, because we seek God, we know what's right and we know what's wrong. Uh, There's no question about it. There is no gray area. Whereas the world tries to operate in gray, whether this is right or this is wrong. The Bible says those who seek the Lord understand it fully. We understand fully what God says about our health and our wellness. We understand fully what God says about marriage. We understand fully what God says about gender. We understand fully what God says. And so the Bible says when you seek the Lord, those who seek the Lord understand it fully, right? So if there's anybody that's struggling with what's right and what's wrong, right? Tell them to seek the Lord and the Lord will give them clarity. The Lord will give them a full understanding. There will be no right or wrong, no right or wrong or gray as the world sees it, but only as God sees it. Proverbs 28, 9 is another scripture that I highlighted. It says, if anyone turns a deaf ear to my instruction, even their prayers are detestable, right? So when we are given instruction and we choose not to listen to it, then our prayers are hindered, right? Turns a deaf ear to my instruction. Basically, I know what the word of God says, but I am willfully choosing to do things my way. Meaning I've turned a deaf ear. I see, you know, the mouse moving, right? But I've got my, it reminds me of the image of a person who, Uh, takes their fingers and plugs their ears, right? That person is willfully choosing not to hear what is being said. They're willfully choosing, you know, kind of like, ah, you know, you see little kids put their fingers in their ear and they're like, ah, as a person is talking to them. They're willfully choosing not to hear what is being said. So when we are given instruction, through wise counsel, wise godly counsel. If we are given instruction through the word of God as as God sends his angels to minister to us and we put our fingers in our ears and decide, "Mm, I'm not listening, I still want to do it. Our prayers are not just hindered, but they're detestable. Meaning, you know, here I have given you instruction and you have chosen to ignore it, right? It reminds me of the other scriptures that we read in Proverbs where it says when when the son uh, is is basically headed to death that I'm paraphrasing and it, and the Bible says he will say, oh, how I hated instruction. Oh, how I hated counsel when there were times to make that correction when we had the attention of God, where we had the attention where God sent someone to give us truth. And we chose to ignore it. Then in verse 13, it says, whoever conceals their sin does not prosper, but the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. So it's not about hiding your sin. We all sin and we all fall short. But when you try to hide it, when you try to act like 
it's going to go away. When you try to take the dust and instead of picking up the dust and throwing it in the trash, you try to sweep it up under the rug, right? You will not prosper. You will not move forward. The dirt is still there. The sin is still there. But when you confess it, when you say, hey, I've got some dirt up under that rug or there's some dirt. Let me sweep it up. Let me throw it in the trash. Let me be mindful that when I walk in the house with my shoes on, I gather up some dirt. Forgive me. I'm going to do my best not to do that again, right? When you do that, when you confess it and renounce it, meaning that was wrong, that was wrong of me, then you find mercy. See, I don't have a problem with people who make mistakes, right? I don't have a problem with people who say I messed up, I, I sinned, right? I I did something out of the way because guess what? I sin, you sin, we all sin. I'm not happy about it. It's just the, it's just the reality, right? We're, we're human, and I don't use that as an excuse. I use that as the reality. We're going to sin. We're going to mess up. The Bible says we were born in sin, shaped in iniquity. But when we confess our sins. When we renounce those sins, then we say, God created me a clean heart, renew a right spirit within me. God, forgive me, right? I messed up. The Bible says that we get new mercy every day. Every day you open up your eyes, new mercies, new mercies every day. Every day, but don't keep doing what you know was wrong. Purpose in your heart, right? purpose in your heart to do what's right verse 14 says blessed is the one who always trembles before God but whoever hardens their heart falls into trouble we should have a holy fear of the father we should have a holy fear of the father right the same fear that we have when we know that we shouldn't curse in front of our parents the same fear that we have to bring in things into our parents' home because we know if they knew that we had them, we would be in trouble. That's the same fear that we should have before God. We should never be too familiar with God. We, you know, yes, there's a relationship with God, of course, but he's our father. We can be real with God because he knows our heart anyway, but we should never be too comfortable with God, right? If you um, you have dealt with law enforcement at all, now, you know, people, they don't care. They don't have any respect for authority, you know, but I'm always thinking about a judge in a courtroom or I'm always thinking about a police officer, right? These are people who are supposed to help us but at the same time, we can't be too familiar with them. I'm not going to talk to a judge in a courtroom any type of way. There's a level of respect I'm supposed to have. I'm supposed to kind of get a little nervous, right? When I stand before a judge, I'm supposed to get a little nervous when the police officer pulls me over. Not in fear in that way because I have authority and respect for the badge. Verse 18 says, the one whose walk is blameless is kept safe, but the one whose ways are perverse will fall into the pit. 
walking blameless in righteousness, right? 20, a faithful person will be richly blessed, but one eager to get rich will not go unpunished. When you are faithful to God, when you are faithful to the things that he's faithful about, when you love the things that he loves and hates the things that he hates, you're going to be richly blessed. You're going to be richly blessed. And some people might think, but but I want money. But baby, don't you know if you've got your health, you are blessed? I'm going to say that again. If you've got your health, you are blessed. I'm here with a man that I know would give anything to have full use of his body to be able to run around this therapy um, unit. But he's in his right mind. He's still blessed. So, you know, there are ways that we can look at, at everything. But we better know that we know richly blessed does not always mean money. Doesn't always mean money. You can be richly blessed because you still got your right mind. You can be richly blessed because you still got your health and your strength. You can be richly blessed because you got a roof over your head. You can be richly blessed because you got a car that you can drive. You had someplace warm. When people were were dying, people have died in storms. We need to redefine rich because it's not always money. I'm going to say that again. We need to redefine rich because it's not always money. In fact, the Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. And then 21 who are eager to get rich will not go unpunished. Don't be so eager to get out here and get this money. More money, more problems. If you are not faithful in your walk with God. And then I'm going to read one more because I'm trying to stay under 15. And that is... um, Those who give to the poor will lack nothing, but those who close their eyes to them receive many curses. Right? If you have it within you to give to somebody who's struggling, give it to them. You'll be blessed for it. I'll never forget. I'm going to share this with you. Not because I'm so good, but because the Lord, uh, the Lord released me to do it. It was this it's this young man and we used to go to church together. He FaceTimed me just one night out of the blue. And I answered it. Um and of course I've got my bonnet on. I'm in I'm in the bed and my daughter is in the bed with me and we're just talking, watching a movie, talking and he's telling me all these problems he's having with his mother. He's probably maybe in his late twenties or something. And um, I would say that he struggles with mental health. Um, so as I'm talking to him and, and telling him, you know, you got to, you know, get it right with your mom. This is your mom. He says, Sister Janita, can you send me $10? I just need $10. Because he was trying to catch an Uber or somewhere to cool off. And I'm one of those people that I always try to discern, right? If this something that I should do. Because I don't want him out here doing something that he doesn't have any business doing with money. But in my spirit, I heard release. 
and I released him the $10. He sent me a little emoji back and all of that. And I haven't heard from him since. But, you know, I pray that he's safe. I pray that he was able to make amends with his mother. But it was kind of one of those things that sometimes the Lord will just have somebody reach out and ask you for something or share something with you. And you have to know what situation you're in and what situation they're in. And then give it and don't even think about it. Somebody might say, oh, well, it was only $10. But sometimes it can be your last 10. But if God lays it on your heart, give it. And can I tell you, since then, God has, and it's not about the 10, but God will bless you. When you don't worry about money and you just go about your business, when you're not chasing money and you just go about your business and you trust God and you lean into God, and you surrender who you are to God, God will richly bless you in more ways than one. Don't worry like the world worries. As I say this today, as I was frustrated today, didn't even know if I was going to get on. Don't worry as the world worries, right? The Bible tells us be anxious for nothing, but through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your request known unto God. Whatever request you have, make it known unto God. Thank him for it in advance and then rest in it. God's got you. Stay encouraged. Keep reading the book of Proverbs. Again, I'm on vacation. I'm spending time with my daughter who's here from the Air Force. So I may not be on tomorrow. I'll try to be. I'll try to be on Friday. But on Monday, we back business to usual. But keep reading Proverbs. You don't. I'm here to encourage you. But we're in this thing together, guys. I love you all. Have an awesome Thursday. Bye-bye.